0: I feel like when Noah's not here is like the most serious episodes.
1: Oh, yeah, because Noah brings uh, the hilarity, he, he brings the um,
0: the casual, like short one-liners.
1: He he brings yeah, the, the yin to our uh, screwed up yang over here. Yeah,
0: well I guess I guess we started like dark, you know. So we gotta funny. have a transition. We gotta uh, well I'll,
1: I'll, I'll transition to a funny thing. I'll transition to a funny <laughs> oh thing. Oh my god.
0: This is gonna fucking slide with. I, uh, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh. Can we do do a slide whistle and just start over?
1: To to bring us to a more lighthearted thing, um, have you heard of some stories about cops going to certain establishments, ordering things, and finding out various objects? In their meals.
0: Do we talk? I feel like everyone in the fucking world has talked about this. Oh, for what it's worth, I've been trying to uh, do a little bit of a internet detox. And I, I did happen
1: to see it. If you want, we can actually do that segment now as like an internet detox to try to like, you know, expunge all of the shit that I've seen on my time on my Twitter timeline and can just kind of barrel through all of them like in one go. And then we can just talk about anything that's actually remotely interesting.
0: That would be actually pretty fun. Do you think you could do it? yeah we'll do that 42 minutes into the podcast let's go
1: okay um the only issue is that i actually did want to mention stuff about the andrew jackson statue um removal or at least the so we'll do that at the end ready hector your lightning round begins now okay so over the past week there have been stories about cops lying about various things um obviously there's Stories about them lying about uh, assault uh, assaulting protesters, assaulting their wives uh forty percent um, however they 've also been lying about other things, for instance, uh, there was a couple of cops in New York who lied about getting poisoned by a was it a shake shack yes, I think it was a shake shack uh, yeah, and the the, the story doesn 't end there. The story also goes with the media trying to like report on this. As if everything – as if they can take everything, um, whatever the cops say, like seriously.
0: Yeah, because the cops are known truth tellers. They always tell the truth.
1: Right. And the latest thing was a cop – a thing going viral of an image of a cop showing a tampon in their Starbucks coffee. (laughs) Um, And – that was that was hilarious and i was like oh wow that's, that's you know that's kind of crazy i mean like who who would just kind of like leave their their you know used tampon in, in a starbucks you know coffee that's 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 kind of gross and then the media picked this up and there was like a guy that was like reporting on this uh reporting on everything that the cop was saying and his, i guess his police department and everybody was like all right here we go this is the same thing as a shake shack thing and sure enough uh turns out it was uh Uh, a
0: hoax yeah what fuck okay look none of us on this show menstruate but like (laughs) what what kind of fucking like 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 person would be like oh i have a good idea for a joke and this is not going to end up on the radio obviously but it's like i have a good idea for a joke why don't why don't i just like 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 while i am working like like in public where everyone can see me just like remove my pants and then take this tampon out and just fucking throw it in there Like, 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 do these people think that, 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 that people just like, just walk around with used tampons, like in their fucking pockets or something like, like, like there are trash cans and like, and like people aren't just going to be like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to keep this, this bloody rag in in, in my back pocket for the second that a cop shows up so I can disrespect them with this disgusting bloody rag that I have to keep around for this joke. That's so stupid. I don't think I can add that part to the radio broadcast. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, the one thing to add is that Starbucks reviewed the footage of their security cams and uh, they found no, um, what's the word, foul play. So there you go. Battle for Bikini Bottom, the remastered version, Rehydrated, has been released and the reviews are out. IGN and GameSpot give it a whopping 4 out of 10. Oh no. Whereas the users say that it is like an 80 or 90%. <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
0: what?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um compared to their reviews of The Last of Us 2 which like they gave either like an 8 or a 10.
0: Wait, why are they giving these low scores? Like like as I saw
1: as- their I saw the review. It's apparently they can't they can't play the game. It's too hard for them. What? Or at least some aspects of it are too hard for them, and they can't figure out how to like actually play certain parts.
0: They can't finish the children's game for babies? Well, yeah, well, for,
1: for little for little bads th- Those yeah. poor
0: people who review games for a living. Oh my gosh, that should be so hard. I got 91 golden spatulas. Be nice. Be nice. <laughs> Maybe someone <laughs> should hire me to be a game reviewer.
1: So I am planning to get it at some point, um, but I have seen people play it, uh, specifically some speedrunner streamers that I follow for this specific game. Um it looks gorgeous. It looks really nice. Um and I actually can't wait to play it. But I have seen some speedrunners that have uh, you know played it for speedrunning purposes and at the moment it is broken as hell. Uh they've beaten it in under 2 minutes or 3, I think. Compared to the original game where they've been able to shave it down to I think 40 or even sub 40. I, I forget. Um and impressive feat and there's actually a documentary series on YouTube about that story that I highly recommend. I think it's by YouTuber called Shift. Um, it's pretty great, and I've been following it.
0: Yeah, that's not super promising that the game is so broken that they can just fucking do these glitches and beat it very quickly.
1: Yeah, I mean, if it can't get patched, uh, whereas like those those glitches can't get you know fixed, then what will pro- most likely happen, which happens for other games that these things happen, like Super Mario. I think Super Mario sixty four something like this happens as, as well. Those probably gonna be categories that go to like, in SpongeBob's case, there'll, there'll obviously be a the any percent category is kind of fucked for rehydrated if if you know the patches don't fix it but they'll probably just extend it to like a 77 spatula run 77 because i think 75 is to get to the boss and then you get two spatulas at the very end so 77 is like the old any percent run for the original game because you do get 77 spatulas at the end so they'll probably be like a 77 spatula run and then a 90 something for the 100 percent. so if 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 it, if it's you know broken, but I only wanted to mention it just because I just thought that the reviews, um, comparing reviews from the, the new rehydrated, remastered version of this game versus the Last of Us two, and from what I've seen, people who have played the game talk about the Last of Us two and how like crappy it is, oh, and no. not just uh, I mean the game like the physics and whatever might be like amazing, but I've heard that the story is. Not what anybody liked at, at all or even wanted. And also just hearing the horrible, horrific stories of crunch at Naughty Dog Studios um, is just, you know, sad. And What? Uh, like crunch. Like, do you know what
0: crunch or crunch time means? Oh, you mean like, like when they were trying to finish the game? No, no,
1: no, 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 no. Uh, well, crunch is like when you're pressed yeah. for time and you spend every like waking hour working on it.
0: That's what I'm saying is like, I imagine that happens towards the end of the game development process. I mean, crunch time happens all sorts of fields, you know.
1: I mean, that's what I was going to say. I definitely, I mean, um, I've definitely experienced that. With the magazine but that's self-imposed <laughs> so that this is more my fault but um there is a widespread uh culture of of or crunch culture in the video game industry so it's actually uh worth discussing at a later uh, at a later show actually because um i don't know if you guys have played a lot of games or at least have been interested in that sort of culture um not, not sorry not that culture but i meant like just i guess
0: video games in general um
1: i used to follow it not anymore because i don't care um but it is interesting
0: yeah i've never really played video games seriously
1: <laughs> so so there was that um, um oh actually uh just a quick digression i uh, i bought
0: metal gear solid one for the
1: ps1 um,
0: <laughs> digression for the lightning round
1: uh so okay yeah really quick digression played it awesome game we'll talk about it at a later point just because i fucking love the metal gear solid series
0: all right that's we're 10 minutes into the lightning round all right <laughs> <Okay, wait>, uh, <laughs> um
1: sorry okay all right next thing <laughs> Uh, Trump had a rally in Tulsa. It was bad. Um, it was bad. Um, there's a couple of things to it. So one is that you might have heard... All right, next thing. <laughs> you might have heard that a lot of Zoomers, TikTokers, and K-pop stanners had a hand in the not good turnout of the rally. What is a stan? Uh, I mean, I think it originated from Eminem in a song. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, so it's it's short for stalker fan, though I think at this point it's kind of been diluted and downgraded to just fan.
0: Yeah, because in the song "Stand," like the dude kills himself and his girlfriend because Eminem won't respond to his letters. I don't think that people are talking about that when they mention the word stan.
1: Yeah, they they don't like at all. So so when you hear someone say stan, it it really just means a fan. But it it's just been appropriated from Eminem. Um. Anyway, so the story behind the, these these groups of people, the intersectional group of people, is that they mass. Downloaded tickets or, ma- or just just got tickets on mass for for the rally. I want to say the numbers got to like up to eight hundred thousand or a bit more. Like even Trump was saying days before the rally, saying that he he his team figured that they were getting about a million um, requests like for tickets. Obviously they weren't gonna be able to fit the entire stadium. There they did get an overflow stage at the uh, in the back outside just in case there'd be more people to go. So they were excited, and sure enough, only six thousand people went. Um, I don't think many people think that the, you know, Zoomers, TikTokers, and K-pop standards getting all those tickets actually prevented people from going. I think that had more to do with just the virus, honestly.
0: I saw a very compelling Twitter thread that said that, like, the real effect of this 800,000, uh, of this, like, fuckery um, is not, like, like, it's not just about embarrassing Donald Trump.
1: It turns our data to shit.
0: Yes, exactly. So you've seen this Twitter thread, also?
1: Yeah, I've seen various ones. Yeah, and and yeah, like the that this this data could have been used to for for his campaign to surmise which people would very likely vote for him, and so people so that they can you know um like you know, reach out and expand their voter outreach.
0: Yeah, it just adds a bunch of white noise.
1: Yeah, and, and well, yeah, they can't they cannot use this data set anymore. And um, there's like video of Trump going back to the white house at night and he just this is the the worst i've ever seen him um he just looks defeated it was really funny
0: it's crazy cuz i feel i feel like back on super tuesday i was like trump's going to fucking win this shit again but now you know almost 4 months later it's like you know biden might actually have a shot and that's like very bizarre
1: so i okay so on that point i do think that biden has a really good chance the thing is that I am not going to chalk it up to Biden being like a good candidate at absolutely
0: all. not no yeah
1: yeah no no i I'm, I'm going to chalk it up to Biden being handed the best conditions possible, like it had to take a pandemic it had to take a pandemic, and it also had to take people protesting the fuck out of every state in this country um as well as like other countries in the world um for people to look to biden as a as a as an alternative.
0: Well, n- not only that, but just to like be like, okay, we need Trump out of here. Like, I will take fucking anybody. Like, you know, I I don't think people were like like Biden is not exciting like in by any me- conceivable measure. He's extremely boring. He's very funny um because because he stammers a lot and he struggles to finish sentences, which like, you know, I, I relate to that. Um but there's no reason to be excited about Joe Biden. It was just like like like, like there was just a ploy, which we talked about back in episode 4. Yeah, uh, to, just to fuck over Bernie Sanders, and they succeeded, and they put the worst possible candidate out um, to to defeat him, which was really dumb. Yeah. And whatever. it is
1: no joke that he is the worst. I mean, honestly, every other can every can every, every candidate that wasn't Biden would have probably fared better um, in the polls than against Trump. And I think they were. Um, so, uh,
0: my question before we go into the next ten minutes of lightning round is: <laughs> um, Okay, okay then why the heck did biden become the nominee if you're if you're so sure that he would poll he's polling worse than any other possible primary candidate why did we spend all that money and time 7 months ago you know i mean so there's a lot of there's a
1: lot of there there's a lot of valid criticisms that a lot of people have about the bernie campaign and stuff that i definitely agree with um like there there's obviously that frustration that people have with the fact that they like people poured all all their hearts and uh, and money into the Bernie campaign, only for it for him to just you know back Biden, um, where he could have you know say like stayed, and continued to try to um, uh, get delegates in the, in the primaries. Um, the thing is that I don't know. I mean, I think we talked about it when he dropped, and a lot of this, a couple of the reasons that he might have had or given to drop out. One of them being the fact that some states were basically holding their their citizens hostage um New York for example like didn't uh switch their primary moved the primary to to June um and they
0: like, didn't have mail in ballots and they
1: didn't have mail in ballots as well and they they changed that a couple hours after bernie um suspended his campaign so uh but as far as with Biden I feel like after super, like when super tuesday happened I think that was the the moment that um the resurgence in his campaign like started at you know with obama helping in the in the background behind the scenes as well as uh the media like trying to pump up his his image the
0: south carolina thing was like such bullshit too because it came out like a, a while afterwards that like white turnout went up like it like fucking skyrocketed and like black turnout didn't go up that much so like it was just like everyone was saying like south carolina is the state that shows like what the black vote quote unquote cares about and 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 it turns out that like that wasn't even the racial makeup of of the south carolina primary this year because like they they just turned out like all the white democrats to vote for biden in south carolina to sort of like to, to which ended up painting this convenient narrative yeah. that showed like oh Biden has POC support when he didn't really and and like any POC support that he did have was for people who were like at least seven hundred years old so hmm. you know whatever
1: with POC support I am not sure about um with 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 black voters uh, myself but for Latino voters uh, Latinx voters I definitely know that. Uh, he does not have that vote
0: that was the thing they also just completely erased like 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 la- la- latinx people or whatever like la- la- I don't know but, I also
1: don't know how to pronounce it too when
0: when, <laughs> when they were having this conversation they were like the black vote but they just completely ignored like all latino latino people just like like because they were overwhelmingly supporting bernie sanders like like there there were so many there were so many things working against bernie here so yeah you can criticize the bernie sanders campaign all you want because it's not a perfect campaign and it never could have been um but like there there was a lot of factors working against him like the media was just like completely ignoring him for several months despite like the grassroots movement and like all of his popularity that was going on like and they also just like tried to like frame things like in the worst way possible for bernie specifically and and one of those things was just completely ignoring the fact that he had overwhelming support among the latinx community or whatever Um. What, what, however, you pronounce it, I'm not saying or whatever because I am. I am Hispanic. I don't know if you guys knew that, but I am. And so I I, couldn't.
1: I I couldn't tell, Mister Hadrian Mercer,
0: (laughs) Hernandez Cortez de la Cruz, Santa. I'm just kidding. I I, yeah. I'm a latinx, and I and and I supported Bernie Sanders. Hector is also a latinx who supported Bernie Sanders. So that's a hundred percent of the latinxes on the show. Um. But yeah, there was a lot working against him and like and and the thing about it was like okay, well, it's like they were probably going to be like whoever wins South Carolina, we're just going to like pretend that they have like POC support and then we're going to back them unequivocally. And that ended up happening with Joe Biden. And so they were like, "Okay, Pete drop out, Amy, drop out, everybody, drop out," and like we're gonna back this horse now, even though it didn't make any single fucking sense. Like this guy does not speak like a politician does, like anymore. Like he he can't. He doesn't have those skills anymore.
1: He definitely did have the skills when he was passing um, segregation like laws uh, back in the back in the, back in his heyday.
0: Back when he was a lifeguard with um, uh, with with Strom Thurmond. <laughs>
1: Um, but you know, uh, similar to you know, was something that Mi- Misky might say. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. At this point, there, um, well, there isn't <laughs> much use in crying over spilled milk anymore. Um, at least in terms of like Biden or, or or Bernie. But what the good thing to do now, though, would be to, um, definitely continue criticizing Biden for trying to be better. Unfortunately, I don't see that ever is ever going to happen, especially with a lot of um and we've already mentioned in a previous episode about his response to or his proposal for police reform and how it's atrocious. Um Bernie's was a little bit better, but it also wasn't good.
0: Yeah, it is it is really unfortunate that there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of mainstream appeal for like defunding the police. Like I think a- like the squad, I think are the only like mainstream like politicians who seem to um who seem to support who who seem to like not equivocate on this on this stuff like and also like like, like we sh- we should mention this that like you know as we record today AOC has defended her seat so let's all get the confetti cannons out <laughs> happy about Ba-ba-ba that I looked up I looked up the person who she was up against um that was being propped up by like Hillary Clinton's and the D- the democratic establishment nominations and apparently her opponent used to live in Trump tower and used to be a Republican. <laughs> so yeah, that's all I have to say. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, what was it? Bowman defeated Engel. That was also, that was another win in the uh, New York primary. That, yeah. That was pretty satisfying. Um, there was another, uh, I think it was New York 17. It was also a progressive, um, Who succeeded in New York 17?
1: Yeah, yesterday was a pretty – well, yesterday, yesterday the the 23rd, was a pretty great day for for progressives in in New York. Um, Or also just around the country, too, Um, and, like, you know, supporting this.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, McGrath, uh, I think, defeated Booker, which is – Oh, really? Yeah, can't win them all. But
1: uh, f- I f- well fuck. I yeah. guess McConnell's. I guess we're gonna see more McConnell.
0: I mean, don't don't like uh, Don't count your chickens before they've hatched.
1: I've counted them. They're, I've I have zero chickens. I heard an argument
0: for the Kentucky race about how Amy is largely being pushed for by the DNC. Yeah, which is never a good sign. It's, it's, <laughs> okay, it's not a good sign. But I have to ask again because I do this almost every episode now. Would you rather have? The staunch Republican or the establishment Democrat. End of the episode.
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean that that does reflect a lot of the stuff that we think about. Um,
0: I'd rather have an establishment Democrat, like like if, if it was like I mean, yeah. all establishment Democrats and like you know AOC, like 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 like, like left leaning people, like that would be fine. Like if if all if all the establishment Democrats. Uh, went into the Republican Party and all of the Tea Party people uh, accidentally fell into a black hole. That would be fine with me. Uh, that would be better than what we currently have.
1: I, 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 I am also <sighs> fine with that, too. Okay. Well, parody. All right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Is it? Okay. I'm totally um, joking. Some... <laughs> 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 Unless. my oh, <sorry>, God. <laughs> Oh, there's something about the rally that I forgot to mention, or the the, the, the Tulsa rally. Um, just a couple of things that Trump said that. Oh yeah,
0: back to the lightning round.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, well, well, ju- this is ending that part. Episode he, 35 he said, of the lightning round. I, stop, stop. <laughs> he 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 said that. Um, or here's his quote: "When you do testing to that extent, you're going to find more people. You'll find more cases. So I say, uh, so I said, slow the testing down." Um, Dumbass,
0: complete idiot.
1: <sighs> and and on on this specific point, also he has uh the. There was also a report that said that he was ending federal funding and support for COVID testing sites at end of the month. So federal uh federal funding. Um so it looks like it it's actually happening at least on the federal
0: level. Yeah. utter utter dipshit reasoning just like you know it's not surprising but it is and and it's and like it's kind of funny like in the abstract, right? Like to see Donald Trump be like folks, if we don't see the, I was sorry, let, let me get into it. Folks, if we don't see these positive cases, they don't exist or whatever it is. I don't know how to do it. Like, like, I, I used to it's be able fine. to. I was much better at this. You did a good job. In my heyday. But like <laughs> back in my day. We'll keep working on it. Uh, I don't need to. <laughs> 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 um, but like, you know, it, it, it's just like it, it's complete stupid. Like it's like total stupid. It's like the dumbest fucking thing imaginable to deal with this problem is to just pretend that it doesn't exist. But that is that is the country that we live in, um, and that is that is that is the leader that 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 we did not choose um, by three million votes, and you know uh, we are going to bear the brunt of the uh, consequences of the electoral college into oblivion. Ah oh, man, what's the next topic in the lightning round? <laughs> so,
1: Airbnb. Um, I saw something about like the Airbnb CEO kind of being butthurt that his company's tanking. Um, I'm trying to find the th- thing that I saw related to it. Sorry. I
0: would I would be butthurt too if my entire source of income was just completely vanished.
1: Right, but like it wasn't something that I guess he and
0: his company created. They created the system, which is a platform. For massive scale gentrification around the world. That's true, and uh, yeah, yeah, and it also like sort of like relies on existing infrastructure in the way that Uber and Amazon do, which like you know shitty and bad. Yeah, I, I was being slightly empathetic for I guess the devil or whatever. Yeah, no, no, no. I I entirely, I think that that playing devil's advocate obviously can make anyone mad, but I hope that people play devil's advocate to my arguments because that can
1: help them become better. It was secretly, Misky actually believes in every single thing that he says.
0: Misky is actually <laughs> secretly a Satanist because he's. That's why he advocates for the devil so much.
1: Oh, that, there was actually a an army. There was actually a soldier that gave uh, info to a. Oh, wow, hold on, hold on, hold on. A
0: demon named Gareth. <laughs> An
1: American soldier was arrested for allegedly colluding with a satanic neo-Nazi group in a plot to bomb his own unit. That happened like last week.
0: <laughs> Excuse me. Oh my God. Yeah, it was
1: an article on the Boogaloo Boys.
0: They found the information was posted in a Snapchat, and someone took a photo of it. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: Greg Abbott, um, as the 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 holy man, the God's grace and savior of Texas, um, is not requiring schools to. Or mandate students to wear masks, or test them for COVID nineteen symptoms once the semester starts in the fall. Yeah, they'll be fine. So, yeah, hey, it's gonna be radical, man. <laughs> Especially when like like um, people in my family like work in school districts. Oh no. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I, I have I have a shrinking number of people that I know in the state of Texas. Um. So, but but like, it's still like, like fundamentally like. Hurts to hear this news about Texas being garbage and just complete trash. Like, I expected nothing more from these fucking ghouls.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, like Abbott and 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 Lieutenant Governor, you know Dan Patrick, who like a couple months ago when the quarantine started, like said that the elderly should just die for the economy. Yeah, so yeah, Texas
0: Republicans are just the fucking worst, and just like the state of Texas is like built in such a way where like the, the there 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 are two pillars to the to the Texas like ethos. One of them is allowing companies to do whatever the fuck they want and the second is allowing poor people to do fucking nothing, absolutely nothing. They could just die for all anyone cares like absolutely no regard for for anything that anyone does if they don't own a business. They they'll, they'll like throw you in the brig and make you walk the plank for having like a, a fucking like thimble of marijuana. Um but but then like but like if, if Apple decides to like come to Austin and like raise like 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 500,000 square miles somehow of, of their land to build a new campus like they're just going to be like, "Yep, sure, give me that money, fam." Like yeah, it's disgusting.
1: Well, here's something that might interest us collectively. Maybe maybe not so anymore because we don't live there, but <laughs> um there was someone uh from MIT uh, had had done like some research into police logs, and oh, yeah. from 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 the past year. Um, oh, did you see it? Yes. Yeah. Um, had a lot of interesting things to to note. Uh, the three things that this person noted was that MIT arrests plenty of homeless people. Uh, that half the logs were just theft or suspicious people.
0: Yeah, that, that was the thing. Is that like 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 we had a lot of like intruder incidents in East Campus, and at least the ones that I knew about, like. Like a lot of it was just like the same couple of homeless people that were just like you know door surfing so they could like take a shower or whatever.
1: Yeah, and, well, and the third point was actually about talking about EC. EC has no security, but less theft than BC. Yeah, um, and that was actually a uh, some data that I actually found really interesting. It also like spread different sorts of crime. Um, about amongst the dorms and looking at ec it's literally just suspicious people and when you have 350 sketchy fuckers living in one dorm like <laughs> i mean i don't know i it it's really weird especially since i've like definitely heard a lot of stories of people getting um either like maybe a grt or someone like uh threatening to call the cop or saying that they might call the cops just because they don't recognize them or know them but they've lived there I don't know. Maybe because they certain they look a certain way.
0: It was like totally normalized, like on, on like 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 um, on one of the halls that I lived on, like to just call the police if you ever like saw someone that you didn't recognize. That's ah, so fucked. Ah. I have so many thoughts. I feel like I feel like we've gone down a few rabbit holes this episode so far.
1: I I saw like a few videos talking about film post 9 uh, 11 that kind of evoked like that uh, environment that feeling from people around that time. So, I guess to put it in context, um like I, I was it was it was a video mainly talking about the military, uh even the Department of Defense and the relationship with the with the film industry and talking about several movies that have had the the, the, the military have had their hand in um whether in the script. Um actually I think most of them if not all of them have had their hand in the script. Um, and the reason being that these films, uh, would need information or uh, also like help with anything resembling the military in their movies. And I guess they would seek the actual U S military for this help. And the exchange for this, um, you know, the equivalent exchange for this would be that the DOD or the military would like say yes or no, or sign off on like any, a script of theirs. so like if they paint like the military in a negative lights, Obviously, it wouldn't work, and it just wouldn't be made. Um, And there's like a couple of movies that kind of fit in this vein. So there's like Transformers series one. Um, There's uh, there's also Jack. There's like the Jack Ryan series, which uh, which uh, fuck what's his name Krasinski. Uh, Yeah, John Krasinski, who is like a a CIA like asset. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, actually, I mean he. I mean he is. Like he. I mean he. He is. And. Um, I I, I saw a quote, I don't know if this is true, I mean, um, saying that we should all be thankful for the CIA, like, every day.
0: Oh, yeah. I I saw that in the uh, Some More News uh, video where they talked about some good news getting sold off.
1: Yeah, well, I I also
0: saw that today. There you go. Um,
1: But but, but I saw that thing before. Like, I've known about this for, like, the past year or so. Um,
0: We should be thankful
1: every day. uh, (laughs) (laughs) The CIA is i mean without the c i a we wouldn't have had the um a i iran contra yeah and
0: that happening. that was one of the, <laughs> that was one of the greatest moments of the nineteen eighties Yeah.
1: <laughs> it really made the iranian administration pop yeah pop um but uh another one being like the olympus has fallen series, or the x so and so has fallen um i don't know i just found it interesting um and j- just to mention here as in just to be aware that there is so many movies that have been put out, you know, and and there. And this is also not to mention, like, the, the movies before 2001 that had sort of similar imagery. Um, when I say imagery, uh, the imagery I'm talking about is, like, say, like, the overthrow or, or not overthrow, like, the bringing to one's knees of, like, say, like, the government or certain people in power in in the US or showing the military in a positive light Um, because there are definitely films that have done so in you know pre-2001 like Forrest Gump is one of them Um, though that's like how so? I don't really want to get into it because then this thing would go into like 30 more minutes Um, oh yeah I can we can talk about this actually a, a later episode because this is actually something very interesting that I do like and we'll we talk still about. need
0: to talk about we, aaron schwartz there's so many, we need to make a list of these things and my road trip too <laughs> oh okay. no!
1: With, with the forest come thing just to answer your question really quick it was just more is more to the fact that um you have two characters like like Forrest and um i am blanking on her name um like his um romantic love interest where they have two different lives lives Forrest being the one where he like just by by virtue of him being who he is um obeys everything and doesn't like basically doesn't really think for himself and just does whatever is asked of him jenny and um jenny yeah um and like he like go- coasts through life like fucking like goes through the military um has like an exciting ping pong career uh does a lot of things becomes rich um gets stock in apple like all of that stuff and then you have like jenny who like is into helping the black panthers or being um a flower child or protesting the war or things like that and then like painting that in a negative light whereas at the very end of the movie where she finally ends up with Force and having a like a quote-unquote stable like life um that then made her happy um because it did paint her in a, in a happier light at the very end um But, yeah, there's, like, lots of things about that movie um, that I could, you know, say. Um, But I just wanted to mention the whole, like, just for people to be aware because I, I like, saw a bunch of videos and read a couple things talking about this that um, made me think about a lot of movies as well. Um, So over the weekend, there was attempts to remove the Andrew Jackson statue in front of the White House. By protesters, and this is like in the middle of a lot of statues being removed across the country. I say a lot, but that's just because I've seen a number of statues being removed. Most, if not all, due to the fact that they were slave owners when the statues were alive, um, or, the, or at least the people that they represented, not the statues themselves. So with the Andrew Jackson one, um, what ended up happening was that over the course of that whole removal thing they tried to remove it but it wasn't budging and then the police came in and did the police stuff what the police usually do which is beat people over the head spray them with tear gas and uh and and mace um which everybody knows is or i hope people know is is awful because what that ends up doing is that you know people have to remove their mask well they don't have to but they end up removing their mask to try to cough or and also just wipe stuff off their face and spread of diseases or spread of the spread of the virus is like just um the the chance of that just like dramatically increases so it's fucked um statue is still intact last i've checked um but i just wanted to like ask the audience the crowd
0: not us definitely not us
1: what their thoughts are on this but also like the whole statue statue removal in general cuz I know we talked a bit about it two weeks ago when they removed the Christopher Columbus statue in Boston um or, or no well I think it was the head but then again I I've seen a lot of people on Facebook um who say that the statue should be re- remain there but also the protesters should be arrested but then again this is like a specific crowd of people that I do not associate with and I guess just lesser extent, like presidents in and in, in, in general. Um though I, w- I will say emphasize that Andrew Jackson is a particular type of president.
0: He's a very bad he's a shithead and he sucks. <sighs> um, yeah. And he's bad. Did I mention he sucks? Um anyways, to answer your question. Um I like, you know, considering all this, you know, stuff that is coming out about people, just don't just don't idolize people. Like people are people no one's perfect why do you need to make a fucking statue they're history books just get, stop it the, the, you
1: have a good point we should actually make statues of history books instead <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, we should we should make a statue of like that that uh, cartoon where it's like where do you work out and then the guy with the huge head says the library <laughs> um. <laughs> i will say that if there is someone who does some really cool stuff um, and you have an empty park, and there is nothing but grass and garden plants and roses there. you know historically, putting up a metal figure or a symbol of that person's good deed can be you know admirable and as people pass by, hopefully they look they look upon it and they 're like, "Oh, that person did some good stuff that 's why ah John Lennon, look at that. <laughs> that's why we we remember them yeah i've been to strawberry fields in new york central park but uh yeah statues also go down
1: well what i did want to like leave people with is just some um facts about andrew jackson because i have seen several i've seen people try to respond to others about like his history like thinking that they know it or whatever And and not just just people online, but also like actual like pundits and people in the media, which is very disturbing. Um, especially when I saw like a guy who was like arguing that like he was like a great president, he like fought the in like the Creek War or whatever, and like you know, pushed back these murderous people. And I was just like, he
0: killed the bank. And a, a lot of the facts, a lot
1: of uh, a lot of the things that I've got, um, are from a chapter in a book that I'm reading, um, by Howard Zinn called The People's History of the United States, which I copped for a dollar at MIT. Um, I didn't even really know that this book was as good as it is. Um, I just got it just because I just wanted it a history book. I didn't think it was going to be a good one. Um, anyway, um, so so yes, as, as Hadrian rightfully put out um, correctly, Andrew Jackson, bad man. Um, but, but what are the reasons why? So I think some history books obviously do have um, his involvement with the removal of Native Americans. Um, but I think most history books actually have him talking about um they, they, they mentioned more of the tariffs banking like i think hadrian mentioned right there political parties the rhetoric that he had um like that he was like a frontiersman a soldier um man of the people um and then even the 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 ah, what, what i don't know remember the, what the phrase was where he like had uh people in his inner circle like be part of his um, cabinet.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's a very like Donald Trump esque. Like, obviously, he invented it, but like, yeah, yeah, right. But yeah. like, but like Donald Trump is really following in the shoes of Andrew Jackson by just like having a bunch of like dipshits that don't know anything in his cabinet. Yeah, and it's
1: like it's like, it's like part nepotism, part um. Well, actually, it pretty much is like nepotism. Um. So, but but what a lot of history books don't have is you know him being like you know slaveholder, land speculator is a big one. Um, he's always also like a big executioner of dissident soldiers um like when he was uh trying to get land from native americans if there were um soldiers that he was with that didn't want to do anything because they were hungry or just didn't want to do it uh he would have him executed uh shot by um his other soldiers um so he was also known for that um washington george washington also did this um and and last but not least exterminator of native americans and uh People probably yeah do know that Native Americans were pushed to the west because uh, of certain things. Some people might think that it is because uh, white people in the frontier or you know on the edge of wherever the, the settlers were, or like the people we were living in at the time um, were fighting with them. That's what that's what I used to think. That that's why there was a lot of fights. I and thought it even... was because
0: they asked them nicely to move to Oklahoma. <laughs>
1: uh well no um actually as it turned out um for quite a time um the white people and the native americans that were living s- near each other um at the frontier um actually lived um like they were, they were living in peace and friendships developed um like two people to know like like david crockett and sam houston became lifelong friends with um native americans um because of of where they lived and and having lived with them can't say that you know, for Andrew Jackson, obviously. Um, but, uh, ha- having said this, uh, the, the, you know, the reason why, uh, the, 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 removal happened was, you know, because of the usual suspects, you know, industrialization and commerce, um, the population, you know, the, the growth of population in, in the, in the Eastern colonies, or I guess states at that point, um, you know, rise in valley of land, um, land, and also, uh, more land and the greed of businessmen. Um, and there were treaties that the government, um, Andrew Jackson as well, like, you know, made with the Native Americans and, and different tribes in terms of acquiring their land uh, in exchange for the government supporting them and helping them move westward to a different area. And every single treaty, they would have the promise that uh, Puti, putti Putty please move west. The government uwu, won't... Uh, you know tell you that we won't ask you for your land again you know excuse me um, but the, the the entire treaty is like the entire treaty is like uh um and uh they'd sign it thinking you know at first that this would be fine um because there were some native americans that were fighting on the side of the british during the revolutionary war because the british um you know using their using their brains um tried to appeal to slaves and native americans in the area to to fight against the the colonists um you know in exchange for like freedom or also just like you know land if they win but that didn't happen um after that native americans kind of just tried to like be chill with the americans and all obviously you know made treaties and said that you know united states government is the government of the land but that the native americans would be left alone to their own devices and that they wouldn't have their land taken from them unless it was done through, like, a treaty. Like, you know. Um, The issue, though, and this is what I, like, found and realized, is that the government doesn't have to, like, honor jack shit and that the federal government doesn't have to honor any um, laws as well. And Andrew Jackson definitely didn't. Um, There are a lot of states that ruled, that, that made laws that... Uh, prohibited Native Americans from like forming their own governments or even like voting, even though they forced them to fight and also pay taxes. Um, Even though, and this is the big thing, even though that the federal government actually had the authority, I guess, over um, what happens to Native Americans, or at least like what, you know, laws, I guess, prohibit them or not. Um, But even though this was the case, Andrew Jackson just turned a blind eye to the state's, um, Enforcing their own laws, so yeah, I mean there's like a bunch of other things um, mainly just had to do with um, Native Americans trying to keep their land and always being forced to move west and west and west and fighting uh to, to trying to, fighting against the Native Americans and taking their land um, and using uh white people at the frontier as a sort of buffer between like the government and the Native Americans um so, and uh, this was all done during Jackson's um government. And I, the, the the tip of the the little sprinkles on top of this uh shit cake as I say it again is Jackson and I guess uh, like Native American agents that worked for the government always referred to him as the great father and would try to like have Native Americans like refer to the president as the great father as like the great father
0: <laughs> daddy president. <laughs>
1: Like, the Great Father entices you to, like, you know, move westward, and, you know, if you do this this time, um, we promise we won't ask you again of this request. And the thing is that, like, even if they, you know, they they, they relented, but, you know, time and time again, but even if they didn't want to, um, they'd be met with uh, white people, like, invading their lands, and Andrew Jackson just being like, oh, I can't do anything. And then states being like, them's the rules um and then like the government saying that well you know you can stay but the people are gonna fuck up your shit so leave and this was like the government stance for years before jackson and then the years after jackson like after jackson with um what's his face martin van buren like the trail of tears happened under his uh presidency and actually at his like behest when they removed um uh cherokees um, and force him to to walk westward. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that that's what I just wanted to say um, on this matter. Just for people to have the context of this particular person, Andrew Jackson. But also just uh, on the topic of, you know, presidents in general. Because the thing is that a lot of people try to argue that, you know, the times were different back then um people like the way that people viewed other people were different back then and the thing is that that's pretty much bullshit because there are countless like documents speeches things written about events that happened at the time where there are people that spoke against all of this cruelty um but people don't you know talk about that or point to that or even uh or do anything about it just because it's not in the history books and it's also not convenient to anyone's argument. It,
0: it is it is kind of interesting like like th- this is why I like really like like it's something that I intend to do which is whatever like and I I am doing it. I'm I'm sort of chipping away at it. But like trying to get an idea of like you know get, getting into the weeds of history and like trying to figure out various like details of of the past like is very interesting because you do sort of like miss a lot of things where where like if you had known that if you had been if, if we had been taught this sort of thing in schools we, we'd be like oh like these are like elements of human nature that have existed for a long time like people like you know the, the sort of like rise of the socialist movement or the left or whatever whatever it is that we're going to call those people who are left of the Democrats Um those people existed in america for a long time like you know when i was when i was researching the history of the new york city subway like this was something where like you know there was like class tension happening in new york city like like you know it's been happening for a long time like you know like you've had these various periods of like of like you know what felt like stagnant income inequality and they got resolved one way or another and like you know the story of like eugene Debs, for instance and like his you know brilliant speech that like people should i guess read um if they're interested in you know left wing type politics like just knowing that there that that like these ideas and these like types of people have like existed like for a long time throughout history is like kind of kind of just like it's it's good to know it's like 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 it feels like there's this kind of narrative about America where it's just like well, you know, we were we, we pulled ourselves up by our bootstraps and uh armed with nothing but uh nothing but the clothes on our back and the invisible hand of the free market, <laughs> we uh we, we we set forward on a path that will uh that, that has uh that will never end. We are we are an eternal empire that will last forever. And it's like, Well, I guess like nothing really lasts forever. I think I think that I think we should end the episode.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I I would say I definitely recommend like yeah, the, the this book that I mentioned that I'm like still sl- slogging through, uh People's History of the United States. And rather than reading uh what the fuck is it called? White Fragility. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Um this this specific book right here, like there's been a couple of there's been a lot of moments where I've just like my face was was turned into like a like a flabbergasted type of face, just being like, how the what the fuck? Um my favorite one was learning that the revolutionary wars like motto of like taxation without representation was was horseshit um like like i'll, I'll just leave it out of that like uh that was the only thing that i like remembered of the revolutionary war like throughout all of like school and that is yeah. not the case taxation without representation is garbage never existed um and um well when i say never existed i mean like it, that wasn't what do you mean by that um i guess really quickly uh, there was a lot of ca- class conflicts that happened at the time lightning round that are yeah. never never mentioned in history yeah books this that, is
0: one hour into yeah. the lightning round
1: um, <laughs> um and I'll, I'll leave it at that um I'll, I'll i'm definitely gonna bring it up at later at some point um yeah. and, because it is
0: why going to cut out a lot of this.